Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with The Fall Guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Welcome to the PHNX Coyotes podcast brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Craig Morgan and Steve Peters in Studio B in the daytime. Just what a cost. I know. It's a little bright in here. The glare. <laughs> the glare, glare on Sunshine. shining bright. the like button, but you're not going to like that sweater. Right Woo. on the sweater. Uh, we're all... PD actually paid money for it. I did. A little it was not a donation. Sweater. It was not like a white elephant gift. He paid money. Um, oh, that's so real... my sweater, I just need everyone to see. What does it say? It's Drake, um, and it says, We the North Pole. Okay. If you know Drake, you'll get that. Um, and the Raptors. It's yeah, like a Toronto reference. Yeah, clearly yeah. Craig and I are... No, I, I do get sweater. that. I love in my it. Spotify. You, you wore your Santa hat, so. I did wear my you, Santa hat. Thank you for contributing because it is the most wonderful time of the year it's and we're not awesome. talking about Christmas. It's the no, it's junior, junior time. It's literally the best. It is. Is there any, like, why is it so great? I just, why? I love it, but why? <laughs> like, I was just, I don't, it, first of all, it's hockey. Yes. And it's 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 in this pause. It's it's kind of cool in a way. I mean, I, we don't like the reasons behind it, but it's nice that the NHL is paused and all the focus is on World Juniors right now. And it's I mean, there's so much excitement because a lot of these guys are either draft eligible or coming up through systems. So you're, you're going to see all these guys, a lot of these guys anyway, in the NHL. And now you get a chance to see them all on the same stage, playing for their nations, playing for some like for all these guys. This is the most meaningful tournament they've played in, in their lives so there's going to be a lot of emotion and a lot of great hockey to watch and you know what it's best days. on best and we like any tournament we love best on best you know unfortunately this year's olympics with the nhl pulling out it will not be a best on best tournament and this is i know the canadian fans are going to say yeah but we've got four or five guys in the league playing that could have played in this tournament got it they could have and that would make canada even better but this is the best in the world and they're not playing about it's not about money it's not about my next contract it's it's about playing for your country and this tournament is amazing like i can i i look this is my favorite i i love the world junior hockey tournament and you get to know the guys before they become guys yeah before they're the everyday names like right. zegris last year wins the gold medal for team usa and now look at him uh you know on, on the sports center top 10 with his fancy assist before that <laughs> He was winning gold with Team USA. Yeah, and you look at all the rosters over all the years, and it's just like the biggest names, mm. that the biggest stars in the NHL like played in this tournament, and it's just so exciting. Just some, It's just full of hope, kind of like the draft. Is how how I much feel. of a tradition, uh, neither of us grew up in Canada, actually, and we've heard about it, but how much was a, 
this a tradition for your family huge, or people you knew? Yeah, huge. It's like that. That's the thing. It's like okay, Christmas is done. Boxing Day, you do your shopping. Everyone get home to watch the first game mm. of the World Junior Tournament, and it's on in every TV and every restaurant you go in. I mean, I grew up in Toronto. I spent all my winters in Toronto until the last like three or so years but it's on in every single restaurant every tv everywhere you go that's pe- that's what people are watching nothing else that's yeah. all people are watching it's fantastic yeah it's, it's a different vibe here in the states and it's unfortunate because it is it is the premier players that are going to be playing in the National Hockey League over the next few years some of them won't but there's a lot of players that will and they'll become household names and it's just it's really unfortunate that this tournament doesn't get you know, the recognition and the media attention um, in the United States. And, and it just won't. I mean, it's, you know, it's this time of year. You got college bowl games. The NBA is in full swing. It's, you're not going to see it. And in Canada, things shut down for this. Like, this yeah. is a big deal. And I was from Minnesota, so it was, we'd still get Canadian TV there. So we were just as dialed in and couldn't believe people weren't excited. But you get, it's been in the States before. The tournament's been in Buffalo. Right. Border Town did great. Grand Forks, two hours from Winnipeg did great i i don't know if we'll ever get to a point where it's going to draw the media attention and the fan coverage that you get when you go up to canada man i'd love to see it in, in the sun belt though i'd love to see that it would come be down here. so cool yeah. especially yeah. this time of year it's mm. so nice out here i'm sure it'd be a treat. i'm sure there's players that would like to be here they're playing red deer alberta yeah. half the game <laughs> in <laughs> we red play deer in, in december play at asu and <laughs> gila river yeah. or we can play <laughs> in red deer yeah. in exactly. december yeah, sign me up for this trip. Exactly. Well, for Coyotes fans, there's just one sign prospect who's going. Um, Dylan Gunther, of course, um, who was the Coyotes' ninth overall selection in the 2021 draft, um, will be on Team Canada um, for this tournament. So, you know, if you're wanting to get excited about the future, we talk about how the World Juniors is just excitement for the future. If Coyotes fans want to get excited, you can check out Dylan Gunther playing for Team Canada. Um, so super excited to see him perform, um, this year. Yeah, he's, he's been on fire for the oil Kings. He's averaging over a point a game right now for the Edmonton oil Kings in, in the Western league. He's a guy we've shown highlights, uh, you know, on our Twitters. We've for, you know, <laughs> when the coyotes are losing a two, we retweet yeah. videos of Dylan Gunther scoring for the, for the oil Kings of Dylan Gunther. And, <laughs> and you know what? He's a dynamic player that can score. And in this tournament, this is exactly that kind of player that you're looking for, a guy that with some speed, some skill, a guy that can score. Uh, he's going to be a big part of what Canada does in this tournament. He's going to be somebody they really rely on on the offensive side of the puck. It's hard to read what what they're doing, you know, with these these preliminary games before everything matters. Right now, Dylan Gunther is actually on the fourth line. He's He's been bumped to the fourth line right wing. Uh, I don't know if that's going to last. Early, very early in camp, uh, Bill Armstrong told me he was actually playing center where he's been playing with the Oil Kings. But I, I don't know. In a way, I, I don't really care where he plays. This is opportunity for guys like this. And, you know, a lot of people I know look at the World Juniors and wonder what the value is of this as far as projecting their NHL capabilities. And I look at a, I look at a few things. Um, first off, like you said, it's best on best. These guys play in different leagues all over the world, and it's really hard to compare the leagues. You've got like the WHL and the Q where it's really high scoring and, and sometimes those stats are padded. Um, USHL and and uh, college hockey, the NCAA, it's going to be more lower scoring, certainly in the European leagues. We'll put them all together on the same ice sheet and see how they can p- compete against each other. The best against the best. And beyond that, it's a pressure situation. How do they perform when the lights are on, yeah. when they're on national TV, TSN in Canada, mm-hmm. NHL Network here? How do they perform under that kind of pressure? Those are two 
really big evaluation tools. Again, it's a small sample and you can't, you can't say, okay, if a guy performs well here, he's going to be a great NHL player. It's a tiny sample, but it can really help their confidence when they go into this and have success. It could, it can be a springboard to bigger things. And those are the guys that you see that will become household names in Northern parts of the United States and all across Canada that over the next few weeks, these Players are going to they're they're going to be names that you know in your house. You're going to be talking about. Like we talked about Trevor Zegras last year. Like yeah. they're going to be household names by the end of this tournament, and that that means when you're getting ready for the draft, you're going to go, oh gosh, Shane Wright's in this tournament. You know, maybe he's going to be the guy that breaks out, or maybe it is Dylan Gunther. Like you just don't know today. One of these guys is going to be a superstar right. in two weeks. Somebody's going to get the game-winning goal in the World Junior Championships, yeah. and it's going and, to be a big deal. And Brian in the comments had said, like, Hayton blew our minds, you know, when he scored the winning goal for with Canada. With a bum shoulder. Yeah, with a bum shoulder. Was that two years ago in 2019? Yeah. Um, so, you know, maybe that's going to be Dylan this year. Maybe someone else. Maybe someone that the Coyotes end up drafting. You never know. Um, a lot of players in this tournament are already drafted, but there are some undrafted players. But which we will talk about because as people who follow the Coyotes, that's what we're looking toward is, is the draft pool and who's a prospect the Coyotes are. Obviously, it's no mystery that this is what they're aiming for is a top pick. Um, so we'll get to that in a second. But I just want to talk about the, pro- the prospects that are, are in this tournament because we had mentioned that the Coyotes only have one. Well, the Carolina Hurricanes have 10. And Sean, I have a, there we go. So Gord Miller had tweeted out the number of prospects by team and highlighted there Coyotes with one, Carolina with 10. But you can see kind of there the representation. Not every team has prospects in this tournament too. So yeah, (laughs) good that the Coyotes have one. So for Coyotes fans to cheer for, but. It struck me, you know, I was looking at the the other teams that didn't have you know, there's zeros and ones on the board. And other than the uh, Vancouver Canucks, you look at the teams with low, well, they've all had success recently. Yeah. So they haven't drafted as high. So yeah. it's a little disconcerting from a coyote standpoint, <laughs> but we know where the coyotes yeah. are in their trajectory. I tell you what, though, so, and you, you look at that when we talk about rebuilding, you talk about the Carolina Hurricanes, who are a premier team in the Eastern Conference, a team that some say may be able to go all the way. We'll see. Um, but to have 10 prospects playing in this tournament, Honestly, that's phenomenal. I don't know. That's the highest that I can recall in recent memory. Like that's that's a lot of prospects from prospects from sixteen, Connor Bedard up to, to twenty years old. That's a phenomenal number. So so that's really speaks volume to what they're doing in the scouting and drafting. And yep. and you know, as a coyote fan, we've seen guys perform on this stage from you know previous drafts and doesn't mean they're going to play here. No, it, it doesn't, doesn't mean they're going to be a, a star here, and it doesn't mean they're going to have success at the nev- next level. You brought that up. But it is always a little feather in the cap to the scouting staff of those NHL teams that have that many prospects in this tournament. And, you know, we're definitely going to be watching Dylan Gunther, but you'd sure like to see a few more guys playing in this. And it, it kind of speaks to the, the lack of draft picks in the high rounds over the last two years. Yeah. And, and when I look at Carolina, too, I think, okay, that's a franchise that not very long ago was really struggling to get a foothold in a non-traditional market. They were they were really in a bad place. They were one of those teams that people wondered about their future. And now look at Carolina. So if you want hope, take a look at the Carolina Hurricanes. And then remember, the Coyotes have all these draft picks. And PD, I don't know if you'll agree with this, but I think that this organization has invested more in its scouting department now 
than it ever has in its history. And you look at you look at the history of some of the people, the accomplishments of some of the people they have on this staff. It doesn't mean it's going to pay off. It doesn't mean they're going to hit on those picks, but there sure is a lot of experience and there sure is a lot of attention being paid to scouting, which is the lifeblood of any organization. And that's what translates into this tournament too. So as we talked about the rebuild of the organization taking three, four, five years to get on track, watch the number of Coyote draft picks and prospects in this tournament over the next two, three years. And I think you're going to see a correlation there. You're talking about next, the drafts that this franchise has over the next two years. Uh, I mean, you could see, we're talking about 10 for Carolina. You could see 12. Like, yeah. uh, honestly. Yeah. And listen, they're in their next off season. I mean, I think if, if they can execute it, you know, bringing on more contracts, I think they're going to try and do Get something more. very similar again yeah. next summer. And, and at that point, I'm guessing Bill will try and push the draft picks out a little bit so that you get this flow coming and then you know you've got picks coming to to replenish and then you've created a real path forward. Well, what I hope happens, and I know it'll happen at our house, is I hope people, I, 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 I don't expect everybody to tune into every USA and Canada game. I don't because people have jobs and lives. Well, not us, but most people do. <laughs> we have and, jobs. And you know, follow this tournament. Like it'll be an exciting, it's, it's, it's getting you ready for the Olympics because it's that same kind of feel, you know, that, that international competition and just follow how your team's doing. Cause I think both the, the U S and Canada have very solid teams. So they're, they're teams that are going to be in the medal round. They're going to be a team. Both teams can compete for a gold medal. Um, so, so please, if, if you're a true hockey fan, tune into a game on the NHL network, if you can, because they're incredibly exciting to watch. Yeah. Definitely. Caleb had said all that matters is the kids get out of the tournament healthy and that the USA wins. Well, <laughs> yeah. Caleb, yeah. I would I would disagree because I am currently every day I have to endure sitting with two goalies and now I have to endure sitting with two Team USA fans and I am a Team Canada fan. I'm sorry. I was born there. I was raised there. I'm a Team Canada fan and I know that Team USA won last year. Yeah, Canada's had some you know, some they've dominated some, this tournament. Who we can? Well, I mean, over the last twelve years, Canada's had some cute success, but it's not cute. Like, not like they're at the top. I think we have a graphic to uh, illustrate this, don't we, Sean? Uh, no, over the past, we don't. I don't. Oh, <laughs> guess who USA graphic did <laughs> over not the past make it. twelve Craig. years. Which nation do you think has, has won the most World Junior Championships? It's the United Craig States. Craig said, oh, yes. we should put this in the show. And I said, yeah. And then I just literally <laughs> oh, did I it. I literally did so it. So over the last nine years, Canada, Finland, and U.S. all have three gold medals. Yes. Over the nine years. So there's, it, it, it used to be Canada's tournament, and they'd win every year. Right. And they dominate in the history over over the Russians, at number two. But but I tell you what, there is, we talk about, uh, you know, the, the parody in the, the NHL. the big five now. Yeah, yeah it, it's it's. It's the big five here. So it, yeah. everybody's got a chance to win. I mean, the Russians are in that mix. We'll see. But I'm excited to so see if there's an American reason. I think we should do a bet right now. Okay. So it, whoever finishes further in the tournament wins. But See, but don't we have to – aren't we predicting here? Yeah. Well, no. but, well like yeah. – This is hard for me because I, I honestly think Canada's going to win. I think Canada's going to win this year too. And, it, and part of that is because Finland and the United States number two centers are out of the lineup. Thomas Borrello is not playing in this tournament for the United States. I think it's a big loss <laughs> for them. Um, the one thing that could hurt Canada, though, is their preliminary rounds. It's similar to the Olympics where you play a round robin and your record carries over into the next, the next round for your seeding. The Americans – 
don't have to face Canada or uh, Team Finland in the first round, in the in the preliminary round robin. Canada, honestly, they could suffer a loss in that first round. Now you're playing a tougher opponent earlier in the medal round, and that's not always a great recipe for a championship. So I think the medal round could be tougher on Canada than people think. Mm. Okay, well... Rati's out for Finland, too, so anyway, that was going to mention. You, Go ahead. Come on. Brother so, of Coyote's draft pick. Okay, so you're not willing to make a bet with me because you believe Canada's going to win. That's fine. I, I kind, of, kind of do think Canada's going to win. That's fine, but I'm in. What do you want? I'm in. I'll, I'll make a bet. I'll, I'll still stick okay, with Team USA. Okay, so the, what? The team that has the most medals well, yeah. over the past 12 years. Did I mention that already? I'm in. <laughs> Four gold medals over the past 12 years. Okay, so what, you know what? what should the bet be? They, I think they've won three of them in Canada on Canadian <sighs> soil. Is it? It's two or three that anyway, they've won on we're Canadian back there again. soil. We're red, red deer, and, and why Edmonton. Is, why is the tournament in Canada like every other year? By the way, Craig. I mean, talk why? about a bias and a home ice advantage. I mean, just just <laughs> roll the, it what around does the world. Everything come back to Craig. Always in every. It's money. We got the TV contracts. You got sure. SO and Canadian Tire and whatever. I mean, home it is. ice. I mean, come on. <laughs> well, there's no fans at the preliminary games because. Of oh yeah, no fans because fifty percent, fifty percent for, for the, the rest of the yeah. tournament. Is that, yeah, which is a shame. Yeah. Well, but we don't have understand. to decide. Okay, well, what we, I'm I'm okay, red, so white, what, and blue all so, day. Okay, what's the bet? I don't know, but I'm red, white, and blue, whatever it is. Me too. Team USA. And I will say this, Leah, you're outnumbered here, but I worked in a job where 20 years I was outnumbered every day that this tournament came up. Like The coaching staff in Coyote's history has been very heavily Canadian. And so I'm usually outnumbered three or four to one. And that was difficult. And I, of course, as you've gotten to know me, I wasn't very shy about who I was rooting for. So I let's, might have worn some red, white, see, and blue. Let's see the photo that year of dr- drunk Petey <laughs> watching, definitely want to see watching oh, boy. the World Juniors with the rest of the Yeah, Coyotes this is 2017. Staff. This is Clayton Keller versus Dylan Strom, Canada versus the U.S. Gold medal game. Our entire staff went out to Buffalo Wild Wings. And I don't, for those that are watching and not on the podcast, I have one of their crowns and it says goal on it. Goal, 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 goal. So I'd run around <laughs> Buffalo Wild Wings every time the Americans would score. And we were there with Dave Tippett and John Chica, and they weren't as animated as I was, <laughs> and to the point that some people were concerned about my job as the <laughs> night wore on. But but I started, I had a cheer for my buddy, Clayton Keller. So it was Clayton Keller. <laughs> I was trying Sorry to get Buffalo Wild Wings ears. going. And it didn't anything. quite catch on in Anaheim. The, the Buffalo Wild Wings in Anaheim, California. In the wasn't... first week of January wasn't jumping on board the Team USA train. Oh, my God. Uh, so I'm all red, white, and blue. We'll figure out the bet later, but I'll take the Americans. Okay, we'll figure out the bet later. We'll get some feedback from the chat and feedback on Twitter. Tweet at us, at PHNX underscore Coyotes, what you think should be the bet. Just gonna, go ahead. going to pour his... Oh, my God. His, um, do you know how long it took for them to deliver on the contractual obligation he of... He finally got Pellegrino. it from his Secret Santa gift. And I guess, who, guess who was his Secret Santa? sitting on the table, but... Yes, that's right. That's it what was it took. so funny. We literally did a random office Secret Santa, like a randomizer. It's not random. It can't be random. It was a randomizer. Was and I got Craig and Petey right. got me. Like, it was right. so weird. Right. And Petey still doesn't have I still don't know what I have. You hear that sound? I still got nothing. <laughs> Crickets oh, on my yeah. Secret Santa. I guess we know, oh, like, I got coal in my Secret Santa very, stocking. That's all I have to say. <sighs> well, you're right to think that Canada will probably win because uh, the DraftKings Sportsbook app agrees. <laughs> John, that's offside. 
<laughs> did he see? Did he see wow. me? Full wow, John. For you. Wow. For those listening, John said, "PD, that cheer caught up with you because where are you working?" Now? I know. You can catch me Tuesday, Thursday's lunch <laughs> rush. Steiner, that's a low blow. Yeah, I'm at the. Oh I got the Buffalo Wild Wing Boy. rush. Lunch rush. All right, well, I'm back. I'd have to put you on probation, Stein. <laughs> wow. So the, Truth draft, hurts. so the Japanese Sportsbook app also believes that Team Canada has the best odds. You can uh, pull up the odds there. Canada with the best odds at plus 130. I made that real small for myself. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Team USA with the second best odds. What does that say? Plus 350. <laughs> so followed by Russia, Sweden, and Finland in that order. So... You can actually bet on the World Juniors on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Um, there's all sorts of things you can bet on, not just who's going to win the tournament. You can bet game by game. There's player props just like there is for the NHL. So if you needed some more reason, as if we haven't convinced you enough to watch the World G- Juniors, bet on it too. Why not? Make it a little more fun for yourself. Um, maybe we should all put a little bit of money on Canada and the U.S. and that can be part of the wager. Yeah. Well, see, so if the USA wins, you'll have a bigger payout because it's. Oh, we got I'm it. gonna take so that that actually will be my DraftKings pick of the week. Oh yeah. I'm gonna take okay. Team USA to win gold at plus three fifty. Okay, okay. so PD, it's my DraftKings pick of the week. All right, PD's DraftKings pick of the week. Team USA to win gold. You heard it here. At plus three fifty yeah. on all right. the DraftKings sportsbook app. So what's the uh, what's the company bet here? I don't know. I, 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 we got to have alcohol involved because <laughs> if, if you want me interested, we got to have alcohol involved. So I don't know if it's, we're getting each other, like a, we're buying a six pack of our but favorite. But it, it's two versus one. So like. Yeah, you're the one who decided to root for Canada. That's true. That's, I no, didn't that's decide true. to be born in We will Canada. share a six pack and you'll get a six pack. That, that's okay. fair. That's fair. Okay, that works. fair. Wait, All a right. six pack of what? Well, whatever. With the not winner's whatever. choice. I'm, okay, that's winner's choice. choice. Right. I mean, I'll and get you your IPAs. But I'll go with you. I you do not drink, drink IPAs yeah. either. <laughs> I will join whatever. You, if it's pizza wine, which was phenomenal. The pizza wine was good. By Shout out to Carter Hutton once wow. again. Yes. Tyler Alkins, thank you for the pizza wine. Yes. Well, we will move forward with that bet. And if you want to bet um, on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, you can do so this week. Uh, for the Christmas week, if you bet $5 on any NBA team and they win, you'll win $150 in free bets when you sign up using the promo code PHNX this week at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Also this week, all DraftKings Sportsbook customers can get in their Christmas spirit with a free holiday bet surprise. Everyone will get a free bet wow. up to $50 instantly. Oh boy. What's going on here? Are you talking about gambling? We are we talking are. about gambling in the okay, DraftKings so, Sportsbook so app. So PD Secret Santa just finally I got, delivered. I thought it was because I was a bad, naughty guy this year, and I got crickets. I would like you to open this. I literally got there. I got coal in my stocking. So this is my Secret Santa gift. This is it. Yeah. At least it showed up for Christmas. <laughs> I'm dying. <laughs> 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 got to show everybody. If you can't, it's a picture of Shane the Deefmeister. Shane Deefmeister. Spectacular. I want the Halloween best show. Literally, that's going up. I wonder who it's from. My wife is going to be so happy that I'll go up in our bedroom right next to our our family photo. (laughs) Positive energy, because that's what I come in with every day. Mr. Positive, for those that know me and have been around me, actually, I should join that company. Private. Oh, okay, God. but do I know what this is? <laughs> okay, well, uh, Please show me. I'm 53. I, I don't know what that is. Sound reactive LED light strip. Does that go around my TV like my kid had in his dorms <laughs> when he was 18? Yeah, that suits me. That's good. I'll have that lighten up the house in North Scottsdale. Again, my wife is going to be oh, thrilled with my... my God. <laughs> <laughs> a little... A little... Somebody stopped at the... 
the dispensary on the way up, a little cannabis with confidence. You guys say I need to relax just a little bit, a little, a little chill. I'm literally crying. A little chill. Thank you, Santa. Oh, well, it looks like we're going down a new road later after the show. <laughs> cannabis with confidence. A little positive energy. Oh, come on, Lisa. Well, Merry Christmas. I'm crying. That is, oh, boy. Yeah, the whole time you were talking about not getting your thing, I was like texting him, come in. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Oh, Put Mary the LED around Shane's photo in, in the, the bedroom. bedroom. <laughs> my wife right now, who is, I'm sure, dialed in listening with the in-laws, cannot wait to get the deep. Halloween picture. <laughs> you got re-gifted a portrait of Shane. I know. Well, I'll send it to Paula. Paula can put that up. Yes. I'm literally tears in my eyes. Oh, oh. my God. I love Well, let's holidays. get back. To, yes. Are we done with I, DraftKings? Well, I know. I need to read the disclaimer. Okay. I didn't quite get there. Uh, well, as a reminder, when you use the DraftKings Sportsbook app, that's 21 plus Arizona only. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got through it. And we're talking about players. We talked about Dylan Gunther. The guys we haven't talked about so much in the rebuild is Shane Wright. Yeah. Like we got we got the next two number one draft picks, Shane Wright and Connor Bedard playing in this tournament. And I think it's something that if you're talking about the rebuild, dial into these guys right now because Shane Wright's going to be a factor in this tournament. And so get to know him because yeah. maybe all things knock on wood, ping pong balls, he he falls our way in a year. He hasn't had a great season so far. And there have been some questions. I still think he's the number one overall pick when it comes down to it. We hear this sort of talk every year going into the NHL. Oh, maybe it won't be yeah. Connor McDavid. Of course it will be. Yeah. Or, but he hasn't had a great start. So it, this could be a moment for him to, you know, reassert his place as the clear number one overall Yeah, and pick. I think that's what you're going to see. And I really do. I think this is he is going to shine in this tournament. I think this is going to be where he steps up and becomes the player that we're all expecting him to be. That's what I believe. Definitely. And Connor Bedard, um, a 16-year-old in this tournament. We always talk about him being the projected number one overall in 2023. So Coyotes fans, listen, it's going to be – the Coyotes are going to be in that mix. And there's a handful of other players that Coyotes fans should keep their eye on for the 2022 draft. Um, If they don't get that first pick – there's a group of players who are kind of going to be in that top five mix um, that are playing in this tournament. So just to keep them on your radar, um, who should we start with? We got Logan Cooley on Team USA. Um, so you can, if you're following the U.S. and Canadian teams, um, he's on a lot of people's reports in the top five or six range. Um, he's for, he's a Notre Dame commit, has 14 goals and 30 points in 20 games with the U.S. National Development Program this season. So <laughs> I can't take you seriously when you're sipping your Pellegrino. Um, I want to see. Here's what I think, Craig, because Craig's our, our go-to guy with name pronunciations. Okay. Who do you want him to pronounce? Well, no, I was thinking we should make you do all of these. No, I'm, I'm not doing any of them. I'm just going to drink my Pellegrino. Sh- I know. <laughs> <laughs> Ivan Mira for, well for, for, for the Russians. For the Russians. Um, he's another big power forward. He's a skilled guy with a little speed and size. Uh, you know, if, if that's where the Coyotes fall to, it, it's a guy that's going to be, you know, he's going to be a top 10 draft pick. He's. I don't know if he's going to be a guy that's going to crack the top three, but... Strong and skill is something the Coyotes could always use. So it's a name you should look for. Yeah, and and when you're talking about a bigger, bigger player to 
think about what Bill Armstrong's looking for, right? The profile of the team that he wants to build. Look at St. Louis, what he did there. Size matters. Size is going to matter in, in the Coyotes drafts. Definitely. Um, also, Simon Nemec. There we go. Um, he will be for Slovakia. So there's a fun one. Um, <laughs> he's has uh, 13 assists in 22 games this season. Has captain a Slovakia team before. Won a tournament MVP for the uh, Helenka Gretzky yep. Cup. So he's another. He's a skilled defenseman. A higher end skilled defenseman is going to put up numbers. Um, I, I really believe, and again, maybe I'm wrong. I think the Coyotes are going to be looking for forwards up front early in this draft, um, specifically up the middle of the ice. So so time yeah. will tell. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, Joachim Kemmel, just thro- guessing mm-hmm. <laughs> the pronunciation, um, for Finland. Um, he's missed some time with injury, but the World Juniors is a good time for him to kind of get back in the mix. Um, 12 goals, 18 points in 21 games um, for bef- with his team in the Liga. So keep an eye on him as well. That's kind of... The list I had from the yeah, I'd throw in a few more guys like Go Brett Lambert is probably going to be on that list. Uh, maybe a guy like Danila Yurov, um, and then you know a, a guy that's been talked about a lot, Matt Matt Vavmichkov. Yeah, I'm curious Michkov. to see. I think this is this is the type of event where he can really yeah, because he's his he's been a guy that they've talked about. Yeah. Michkov, he's been a guy that's he's risen and fallen within the yeah. the draft rankings throughout the season. Again, though, he's got highlight real goals mm-hmm. in, in the KHL. Like, this kid can play. The, the issue with him is he's got a KHL contract, and he's going to be in the KHL for a few years. Yep. So he's not going to be a guy that can get drafted and come out and, and join North American hockey right away. Some teams that need immediate help may shy away from him. The Coyotes don't necessarily fall under that. that so they could potentially draft a player like that and, and wait for the future. When they fall to six. In the first don't, Craig. <laughs> So if he dropped to six, I want to pull that clip right now, and we're going to... Oh, Craig's my fault. God. Well, but, but besides those players, are there other players we should watch, Craig? Of course there. I mean, there's there's a ton of players in this tournament. I, You know what I would recommend? I, read some of the guys that do coverage of this nonstop. Uh, my buddy, Chris Peters, who started his own sub stack, but now is also writing for Daily Faceoff, does a fantastic job covering the World Junior Championship. And then, of course, Corey Promen from The Athletic. In fact, they did a... They did a podcast together, and it's a, it's a really good one to listen to as a primer for this tournament on some of the best players to watch. Yeah. What some of the limitations are, really, what what you can what you can take from an event like this. And we talked a little bit about this as well. You know, uh, the 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 value of this for some of these players, but you also have to be cautious. Like if you're if you're talking about a uh, a player that like a uh, Marco Casper for for Austria, for for example, is he really going to get a chance to shine here on a team that? Just doesn't have yeah. much talent. They're they're not gonna have the puck. Yeah. So how do you how do you evaluate a player like that on a bad team? It's a it's a tough situation for a player like that. So there there are those cautions as well with with some of the players. Slovakia is probably another team where you're like, mm, I, I wouldn't read too much in. And Slovakia has several players actually that that could factor in the draft, but this might not be the best time for them to shine. Yeah, and there's some that have you talked about it too that have some Arizona connections too, and you've actually written about some of them. Matthew Nyes is one of them. Yes, Matthew Nyes. Yeah. And, so and if you're if you're a Coyotes fan and you're like, okay, I'm going to watch Dylan Gunther. I'm going to watch everyone you just said. What else do you want to watch for? Watch for some Arizona connections. It's really been cool to see, you know, how 
the youth programs in Arizona. We, you know, we talked about it so much um, yesterday on our tribute show with Matt Schott and just the influence that he's had on the youth scene here in Arizona. And just to see that come to fruition with a lot of more players, not just coming from the Sun Belt, but from Arizona specifically. And this kid legit trained in Arizona. Yeah. This yeah. is a kid that Shindo loves this kid. Yeah. Like he, he played, I watched him play at the ice den and everybody would say, Hey, watch that nice kid. Keep an eye on that nice kid. He's going to be a player. He played with Shane's son, Josh. We watched them play together and grow up together. He trained here. Like Austin Matthews had a cup of coffee here and moved on and played right. elsewhere. This kid trained here and now he's playing at the university of Minnesota and, and, in the Twin Cities, and he's putting up numbers. He's a big kid, big, powerful. Yeah, sixteen kid. points in eighteen games. He yeah. he got so uh, he's drafted by the Toronto Maple Leafs, second rounder. Kids can kid can play. Toronto likes those Arizona born yeah, great, yeah. great red but players. Seriously, like we didn't. Why don't we talk about that? Like Matthews and Nyes, if they're both playing for Toronto and they're both from Arizona. What is wrong with Well, that maybe Nyes will be part of the deal we oh, yeah. get when we take when Austin Matthews comes uh, over. Leah playing GM. I like that future GM. <laughs> From the That's a good deal. Get them yeah. both here. But but it's exciting to see how far hockey has progressed in the Valley where their kids don't have to leave at 12 and 13 to play somewhere else to become a guy that's going to get drafted. Do you think we could ever see a situation? Ace, you already has a program, so that that helps. You have a Division One program in town, so kids can go to the university and they can consider the USHL route like a lot of kids do for a couple of years then go the NCAA route. Do you think we could ever get to the point in the USHL where we could have more teams in the West so that you could have like a, you know, like the AHL does a Pacific division. Could that, could that ever fly? I mean, I, I you have to look at numbers and, and the yeah. cost and expenses. There's no reason they can't. I mean, you, one of the things I've heard rumored and you could have, you know, the Shattuck St. Mary's model that's in Minneapolis and or not Merritt's Faribault, but yeah. um, in Minnesota. And you get these kids from all over North America playing there. I could see something like that happening in Arizona where you have more of like a hockey academy, more so than a league. To build a league here, the travel expenses in the USHL, it's mostly done by bus. Right. You're very yeah, close right. and you can travel easy. The problem with doing something in Arizona, I guess if you go Vegas, LA, you potentially, I don't think they're there. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't mean that it couldn't happen far in for sure. The road. We, we we're talking about kids getting drafted in Arizona yeah, and and playing an NCAA hockey out of Arizona. These are things we didn't talk about ten years yeah. ago. It's, so the, absolutely anything can happen. ASU's got a Division One college hockey program. I know. We, so absolutely anything can happen. Hockey just continues to grow here, so yeah, yeah. anything can happen. And we talk about you know because of the Coyotes being here for you know twenty five years and those. Some players choosing to retire here, so they're having their kids here, born here, and there's a few sons of former Coyotes also in this tournament, um, also some of them born in Arizona, Red Savage, which, by the way, is that not one of the greatest Red names? Red Savage. You know how he got the name, right? I, no. His brother, they, they asked his older brother what he wanted to call his baby brother while he, before he was born, and he kept saying Big Red. And it was, of course, after Clifford the Big Red Dog. That's that's how Red Savage got his kidding. name. Yeah. Oh my god. See, that's the kind of stuff you need to know that you it's only can get at PHN. Yeah. For yeah. And Red, listen, Red wasn't here as long. I think he left when he was twelve or thirteen. But still, like, but he, gr- yeah, learned he was, to he skate and, and yeah, that. like he all of that there. happens. Yeah, here. and he's got the connections here to yeah. the valley. Yeah. Um, and, and Brian Savage, of course, played for the Coyotes. Yeah. 
Yeah. So again, that's great. And we talked about another connection is not in the tournament is Josh Doan. He's a guy that, that went to, um, to camp over the summer and his name was thrown out there. Someone that, that might play in this tournament. He just didn't get to the next round. We've talked a lot about Josh Doan being a late bloomer because he, you know, the body grew late and he developed at a, a different rate than anyone else. He learned to play the game as a skill player. And then he, then he got this big body that he's still growing into, still learning to use um, the the thing that I heard about Josh at the camp more than anything, it, it was the pace of play. And listen, we've heard talk about his skating, how it needs improvement, but that can come in time. We'll we'll see how he develops. Now, I don't I don't think he can add too much to your skating at this point, um, but it's definitely improving for him. But that was the one thing that I think held him back when he was at that camp was the pace of play. He just he wasn't keeping up with some of those other players. And again, this is a really talented roster. This is the best of the best. It doesn't mean that. Josh couldn't compete with these guys. You, you know, it's a, it's an inexact science when you're when you're selecting these teams anyway, right? Because you have this tiny it's hard. period of time. And it's hard, especially in the pandemics mistakes. too. Like yeah. the pandemic, it changes the number of games you're playing. These yep. kids didn't have a full season a year ago. Yeah, it, you know, it, it's okay if you don't make this tournament. Right. Exactly, it's not the be all end all. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, you talk to Tyler Tyler Boucher, Brian Boucher's former goaltender. His son was a kid drafted tenth overall last year. Um, he didn't make the final roster for team USA either. So there's some guys that get disappointed. Another coyote um, son that did make it though was Jake's Jake, uh, Jake Sanderson, Jeff Sanderson's son mm-hmm. named captain. And it's funny. Well, Cause if you remember Jeff USA. Sanderson here was a diminutive. Is that a fair word? Yeah, sure. He's a smaller skilled guy, incredibly cerebral, but his son's a, over six feet and yeah. can, can play with a little bit more pace and size. Yeah. It's overall draft pick too. So so there's some names you can watch for former Coyote guys. So yeah, just trying to tie it all together for you to watch. Um, wow, we got through a lot. I know. I really want to show this picture. Um, <laughs> so PD was on a what was it? An under under eighteen team. team. This is actually the in first eighty five. The first team under eighteen team. They didn't do the Helink. Look at those pats. They did not do the Helinka tournament back in those days. This is the first time Team USA. Some people got together and said, "Hey, let's get our young kids playing in a program to develop them." We played a two game series against Team Canada, and absolutely got blown out by Team Canada two games in a row. I actually, in my goalie gear, I actually got pulled after the first period. <laughs> wow. oh, no. Theo Fleury got a hat trick on me in the first period, and. Buddy, how I was those pads way once they got I wet? don't know. They were heavy deer hair coopers. A good tan, though, <laughs> middle of the summer. Just tanned up there in Colorado Springs. Oh, my um, God. There's some good players on the team. Brian Leach, who's going to be potential Hall of Famer. Jimmy Carson, who was in the Gretzky trade. Tom Fitzgerald, who's the general manager of the, the Islanders now. So there was a, it was a, my one and, and only brief moment to play for Team USA. It was a big deal. It's pretty cool, though, to, to ever put on that jersey. Yeah, yeah it was really cool. It's extremely it was cool. It really cool. And I must say, I know I sit here and I cheer for Team Canada. It's really cool to see how much success that Team USA has had and how much just American hockey has grown. That's that's all I want is for everyone to play hockey, everyone to love hockey, and to see it grow in the U.S. and in, in the Sun Belt and in Arizona. It's, it's awesome. So. It's cool to have the rivalry, right? It's, yeah. It's so great. And have it be competitive. Yes. And yeah, I, I love it. So, you know, I, yes, I cheer for Canada, but if Canada, for some reason, like, didn't make it to the gold medal game and it was U.S. versus someone, I would cheer for the U.S. I, well, and, and everybody. I'm a dual citizen. Yeah. 
I follow both teams because that's where the draft picks. I mean, draft picks are going to come from all of these teams. We talked about Russia and Finland and Sweden for sure. Uh, the, the tournament kicks off the 26th, the day after Christmas. Both teams have their preliminary first game. The USA plays Slovakia. Canada plays the, we're not calling them Czech Republic anymore, Craig. What are we calling them? Cheka? Did you see that? Yeah. It's Cheka, I think. Uh, it's not the Czech Republic. Is, is it Czechia? Yeah, sure. I didn't even know that. So. Yeah, it's not you the know, Czech Republic funny, anymore. It's interesting because when, when you talk to the players, like when you talk to Verbi or Marty Hansel, when they refer to home, they never say the Czech Republic. They always just say back in Czech. Yeah. That's all they say. Yeah. So mm. it's interesting. It's, I don't know what drove all that, but yeah, it is. So the, it the is. tournament starts on, on the day after on Christmas. Sunday. On Sunday, dial in. It's on the NHL Network here in the States. I don't think they have all the games, but they have all the Americans, and I think most of the Canadians. Yeah, I think so. What are the pools again? What's the breakdown? Oh, gosh. Come on. Group A, Finland, Germany, Czechia, Canada, Austria. Uh, I think that's it. Okay. Yep. Then Sweden, Slovakia, USA. Russia. Russia, and the Swiss. Okay. They're in Group B. Mm. So before we sign off, Give me your metal projections, gold, silver, bronze. I, well, I'm worried, and I'll tell you why. I, I, I want nothing more as a hockey fan living in North America for a USA-Canada final. Like that, that's, I want to see them play in the finals on January 5th. I'm worried about Canada losing a medal round game because they do it every year, and they come in as a lower seed. I'm worried they're going to have to play the Americans in the semis which puts the Americans in the bronze medal game, which is just too darn bad. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go Canada, Finland, USA. Wow. That's exactly what I have. That's exactly my projection. That's my, that's my DraftKings head, not my heart. My heart's got red, white, and blue. Yeah. The Americans. Well, um, I feel like I should do something different just to, okay. to mix it up. But I have to say Canada number one, because that's, yeah, that's the sure. bet. But we'll just... We'll just pretend that your scenario doesn't happen and yep. we'll just be a little bit more wishful and we'll go Canada, US. Uh, well, I don't want to say Finland because both of you did. Russia, why not? Okay, there we go. Throw it in. Well, and we'll follow this along. Sweden's in the mix. Too. We're hopefully doing live shows Monday and Tuesday. We hope we have <laughs> we games hope to watch. We hope we're talking about coyotes. And we're back to hockey again. <laughs> and if it Southern is, California. we will be touching on this tournament in our shows, at least giving you know updates in the yeah. standings and scoring yeah. so we can follow along if you're and, not and watching. And we'll follow along with Dylan Gunther, too, because yeah, I think he's playing it. on his home rink, too. So let's let's yeah. make sure we make that point yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he gets to play at Rogers, he's familiar. This. This is a, a potential moment for Dylan Gunther to really yeah. shine. Yeah, so and we saw we saw Barrett Hayton shine um, two years ago. Oh. We'll hopefully see Dylan Gunther shine this year. Um, Craig's also been following the Coyotes prospects. You can check out his um, prospect report on Dylan Gunther at gophnx.com. Um, if you're not a member, be sure to sign up um, so you can get access to all of that. Um, we have another episode of Down the I-10 with Leon Petey coming to you tomorrow. And, and Potts. I, yeah, with Steve, with associate coach of Love the Roadrunners, Steve Potvin, who actually talked about coaching Matthew Nice. So there's a little tie-in for you. So you can check that out tomorrow on our PHNX Sports YouTube channel. It will also be an audio episode. So please follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel and follow and subscribe and review us on wherever you get your podcasts. Um, every review and rating helps us tremendously. So we appreciate that greatly. Um, 
We also have a Christmas episode coming for you on Christmas Day. So if you're waking up early on Christmas morning or need to take a walk to take a break from your family and plug in your headphones and listen to. Talk about Craig's love of trees. Yes. Craig or is very trees. passionate about trees. Yeah. Um, that will be coming. for life, PDs. That's how I, I just, appreciate it. Just that. a lot coming your way. And we hope that we're back <laughs> covering hockey. Coyotes hockey next week. We'll, we'll, I hope so. We'll see. I hope we are. We'll see. Um, but as always, you can use the DraftKings Sportsbook app to bet on the World Juniors on whatever you like. Um, use the promo code PHNX when you sign up. Bet $5 on an NBA team to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. <laughs> it seems like it's like he died and <laughs> you're like holding no. this in his memory. <laughs> yep. And if you want betting help, he Shane does host the betting show. The betting show every day. Every day, Monday through Friday at noon, um, PHNX Bets Daily. So check that out too. I've actually learned a lot about betting um, on that show. This is the last time the three of us are going to be together uh, until while. Craig's going out of town. Merry Christmas, Dan. Dan, Dan, we haven't seen Dan in a while. No, yeah, hi, Dan. Merry, Merry Christmas, everyone. Happy holidays. And uh, we hope you have some lovely time with your family. Um, and I know a lot of people have been getting their shirts, so continue to tweet those at us. If you get a shirt for Christmas, let us know. Tweet at us um, at PHNX underscore coyotes. And uh, we'll see everyone hopefully for a post-game Coyote show next week. But either way, we'll be back with you next week. week. Happy holidays, everyone, and happy World Juniors.